You want to talk about some god awful shit? Everybody was Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. I am your host, Adam Portress, and I'm joined by Matt Smith. Uh, are you joined? Am I? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure some of you were just like, oh my God, they are back to their shenanigans again, taking off the time. Do not worry. We are, we are, we're putting in extra work. We really are. Matt, explain yourself. <laughs> explain myself? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did post about it on Twitter. I did a video there. I did a video on uh, Instagram. Um, basically, uh, last week, uh, we were planning on recording Wednesday, and then a storm came through and knocked out the, the fucking internet connection for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Thursday, Dragon Con started. So, like... It was a little much. We we didn't really have time to get an episode done last week. So this week we're doing we're doing one, and that will be uh, last week's episode. Yeah, and then we're because we, it's not like we, we didn't watch something, right? We we definitely saw movies mm-hmm. for last week. Um, this week, uh, coming up will be it, and uh, I believe that Reese Witherspoon movie. I'm planning on seeing it. I don't know about you. We'll we'll see. Come um, on, seriously, I'm, I'm going to bring this up here because I feel like we need to at this point. Um, yeah. God damn it, movie pass. Get the fuck on it, dude. For real. Um, yeah, I haven't even, can I tell you, I haven't even bothered signing up yet because I know that it's a shit show over there right now. Yeah, uh, so Patreon supporter Krista, patreon.com slash the film find. She already got her fucking card, man. And she ordered, like, she she got it after I did. Do they think maybe you still have yours or some shit? No, I signed up on a completely different email address. Huh. So I'm a little cheesed. I'm just like someone else who ordered after me got theirs before me. And, you know, God bless. She gets to have her thing, and that's cool. Uh, but what about me, damn it? What about me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And uh, uh, I'm like, I'll, I'll try and see if mine comes in. I'm like, I'll, I got, I'll right I got things to do. You know what I'm saying? I got movies to go see. And yeah, I'm, you got you got that Reese Witherspoon. I gotta go movie. see a Reese Witherspoon movie, and let me tell you something: I'd rather not spend even six dollars going to see a Reese Witherspoon movie that I probably don't want to go see. But I'll see it. Look, I'll see it anyway. Again, because that's what we do, especially when we had uh, Movie Pass previously. We were all about seeing the movies that we didn't give a shit about. You know? Yeah. We, well, we saw know, Paul Blart Mall Cop two, ladies and gentlemen. About this thing, I don't even know the name of the movie really. I just know that I like Reese Witherspoon and she has a movie out. I think it's called Home Sweet to... Home. I'm that. I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, that's what it is. Where where everyone like here's the conceit of that movie from what I can uh, recall from the trailer. Is, is it ho- Home Again? I'm just looking it up. Oh yeah, the, the Sweet Home Alabama. Is it, is it, does does she have to be in a thing with Sweet and Home in it at some fucking point during every like five years or something? Yeah. Why not? Uh, but here's a conceit of that movie where it's just like, I, I guess like she divorces a dude, right? And then, uh, you know, it's like, I guess she has like a boy toy or two, maybe, maybe more than that. I don't know. But, sure. I haven't seen anything. I just saw the poster when I was coming out of it. Yeah. I seen the trailer. It, it looks, it looks like a, a, a movie chicks would like, but, um, you know, your, your mainstay chicks, uh, you know, average moviegoers. Uh, but I look at it and I'm just like. And they're like, Are, would you be able to find me attractive? I'm 40 years old. I'm like, bitch, you look great. Don't nobody sit there and look at Reese Witherspoon and be like, ooh, this decrepit 40-year-old woman. Who wouldn't? Come on. Ain't, ain't nobody in your damn right mind would would not just, would just go like, oh, gross. You mean this petite little blonde lady who like you know still looks like she's you know 26? No. That's ridiculous. You people are ridiculous. 
I mean, now yeah. look, you put you put somebody else up in there, and you know you might have a different story. Uh, is Shirley McLean still alive? <laughs> uh, may, yeah, yeah, I think I she's sure. still alive. She is, but like young Shirley McLean really was hot though, for real. So was young and older Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, well, look, I'm not look, you know. I'm just saying she ain't in that old part yet that you're just like, ooh, are we going to, uh, could you could you possibly? No, I think you, you, you easily could, and you damn well know it, America. Uh, anyways, let's let's talk about the movies that we'll be reviewing this week. Uh, we got two on the slate here for you. We have Ingrid Goes West, uh, not a movie that maybe not a ton of people really know about, but probably should. We'll get to that. Uh, but up first, we'll be uh, reviewing Birth of the Dragon, the Bruce Lee movie that none of you knew that you wanted, but apparently Hollywood thinks you do? <laughs> I don't know. What did it make at the box office? I don't even remember. And I think Matt's off the air. <laughs> we'll wait for him to get back here. I'm going to scroll down and take a look at it while he's trying to get back in the game. Uh, total gross for that movie, $6 million. Yowzas. So, uh, boy, oh boy, I hope this thing did not cost a lot to make because that is, uh, that's no bueno. Mm -hmm. All right, let's try Matt again. We are, we are uh, having some time here. Well, he's offline, so perfect. Stand by. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we, we're going to, we're going to review movies today. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I don't think I don't think that uh, the, the birth of the dragon didn't make a whole lot of money, and we'll tell you uh, whether or not that was a good thing. Uh, in the meantime, let's let's uh, let's do this. We've got a new person, man. We've got a new uh, a new person who went over to Patreon.com/slash The Film Find. Oh shit! And uh, gave us it because it is the top of the month here, and uh, I, I'm taking a cue. Uh, from my good friends over at Night Attack, and and uh, we're we're gonna do this for the names and everything. Ricardo Cook. Hey, Ricardo. He's my oldest friend. Is that right? Yeah, I've known that motherfucker since uh, what third third grade? From some shit the like that. Third grade. Now, thank you so much, Ricardo. Man, jumping on here uh, and helping us out over at Patreon.com/slash The Film Fine. Again, this is uh, top of the month here, so we do want to thank everybody uh, coming in at the uh, the, the uh, ten dollar level here. We got our good friend uh, Warren Leo. Uh, he just jumped on last month there, which is awesome. Krista, of course, has jumped up to that ten dollar level, which is fantastic. And of course, good friends Matthew Schnapp, Kate, uh, Kate. And I'm not going to say everyone's name here, just on account of maybe somebody doesn't want to be found out by the caps. Yeah. Uh, so Matthew, Kate, Ricardo coming in, and of course. Good old Maria. We love Maria. And then uh, Rocket Face and our good friend Eric, uh, who we saw at Dragon Con uh, this mm -hmm. week and everything, man. Uh, thank you guys all so very much for this stuff, man. We really appreciate everything. And, uh, you know, more stuff coming. And here's the nice part. Uh, at at this point, since we, since we have, you know, uh, so few, pardon me, so few patrons at this point, everybody's going to go ahead and receive the free content. So don't worry. <laughs> everyone's getting the free stuff so you guys are all good we're gonna put in tons of stuff there for you so that's just that's how we feel man that's how we feel because we love you we love you oh, and uh, ain't it sweet ain't it sweet uh so we'll be doing all that kind of good stuff so thank you guys so much for that there'll be extra content coming your way we promised dragon con and the and the forces of nature got in the way but you'll receive much more uh come very soon so if you'd like to do that patreon.com slash uh the film fine Anywho, Matthew, do you have any what you've been watching lately, sir? Uh, yeah, and it's a movie you should definitely fucking go watch. Like, go out of your way, track it down, see it on the big screen. Good time. Now, this is uh, the the uh, the Shirley prequel, right? Oh wait, that's yes. Good time. Yeah, it's it's good time without the S. So yes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, no, this is uh, the new movie. 
uh, starring Robert Pattinson, everybody's sparkly, everybody's favorite sparkly vampire. That's my sparkly bitch right there. Um, he's fucking awesome in this thing, by the way. Um, but this is by, uh, I believe they're first time directors. Uh, let's see. Oh no, they've done some other stuff that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. This is their first big thing, uh, by, um, uh, the Safty brothers, uh, Benny and, uh, Josh Safty, who are, uh, I believe based out of New York. Yeah. I, n- now I know this because, um, I follow Casey Neistat on uh, on YouTube and everything, and mm-hmm. one of his buddies that works in the same building as him produced this movie and everything. So uh, yeah, they're out, they're all out of New York. So um, I haven't seen any of their other stuff. I'm going to go back and watch some of it now. But uh, uh, basically, what this movie is is uh, is um, one extremely bad night for a bank robber trying to get his brother uh, out of jail after the cops capture him. Um, following a, a botched bank robbery. Um, Pattinson plays, uh, his name's Connie, I believe. Hold on, I'll pull this fucking thing up. Um, yes, his name is Connie, uh, Connie Nikas. Uh, actually, Benny Softy plays his brother, Nick, um, and gives a really good performance. Uh, uh, Nick is uh, mentally handicapped, and uh, at the beginning of the movie, we're in a therapy session with him. He seems to be having some sort of ma- anger management issues. He's in there because he attacked his grandmother, uh, who he lives with. Uh, the movie opens with Connie bursting into that and taking Benny out of the program uh, and then immediately cuts to the bank robbery that Connie kind of gets his brother into. Um, it's a really wild movie. Uh, it's got a very small, uh, uh, performance from Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, Talia Webster, um, plays this girl, Crystal, who, uh, gets, uh, kind of dragged into things, uh, by being in the wrong place at the wrong time with, uh, her grandmother at home. Um, yeah, it, it's really good. It's, it kind of is just a character study, but it re- it's really kind of intense as well. Uh, cinematography is gorgeous. Um, lots of reds and blues and, uh, reflective surfaces as well. Like the, like, I don't, I don't quite know how they do it. I understand, uh, I understand how certain filters will create certain effects, but, um, there are just a lot of times when they create, uh, double images on screen using, uh, lights, uh, from signage. And then like, it'll be reflected, uh, in the bottom half of the screen. It's really a nice effect. It's not used all the time or anything, but it's really cool looking. Um, but man, Pattinson nails it in this fucking thing. It, yeah, this is one that's yeah. definitely, it's definitely on my list. The trailer looked really cool and kind of out there and the, the, the type of movies that, you know, that we like watching on this, on this program. So, well, well, this is really like a, like a pretty, um, uh, like hardcore New York film uh, in a way that we haven't seen in a while. I mean, it really does harken back to some earlier modes, some of the William Friedkin stuff from maybe the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's good, man. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it. I want people to go see this thing and not have really a preconceived notion. Just know you're getting uh, really good performances. It's a really good character study and uh, it's really intense. Yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to fit it in at some point before it kind of kicks out of here. Movie pass, come on, damn it! I'm so, just I'm a poor man. <laughs> so moving on, I've got a couple of uh, turd blossoms I want to talk about. Ooh, I've got three turd blossoms I want to talk the about. The turd blossom report. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna save one of them for next uh, week's episode. Okay. Um, the first one got around to seeing a couple of uh, tropical slash beachy themed comedies. Okay. You want to take a guess as to which two they were? Uh, Beach Blanket they, Bingo. No, no, no. Recent. Oh. They both came out uh, kind of beginning of summer-ish. Oh, just, we, we, did you see Baywatch? Did, I did see Baywatch. Because that's not good. <laughs> uh, I also uh, sat down with uh, Snatched, Goldie Hawn's return to the screen. Oh, with you Amy. poor bastard. 
And, uh, you know, I, I uh, like slash don't mind Amy Schumer. I uh, hate her, just so things. everyone knows. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I know you know, everyone, but I'm just... <laughs> everyone's aware, Adam. In any case, uh, as much as that is true and as much as I adore Goldie Hawn, I mean, Goldie Hawn's tremendous uh, in, in film, uh, a, a tremendous presence in film. Um, this movie blows, and it's all the what? script. It's... It's not uh, it's not really the performances. It's not really the direction. It's just like that shitty script. It is terrible. There's not a fucking single good joke in it. Um, I think everybody signed on uh, hoping they could punch it up or, or something. And then it just never got to that point. Hmm. It, it, it kind of just sits there flat. Uh, and also Baywatch does that. Yeah, so, which, which is why it's interesting to talk about them together because uh, separately it's just me saying what shit they are separately. Now, uh, did, did we 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 were off when Baywatch? Yeah, came yeah, out. yeah. We, so I can talk kinda, about it, that. It was like the week after uh, it came out was uh, or was or the week before or two weeks before was our last episode we did in full when we were still yeah, continuous. It's, it's not right. good. Baywatch. It's, it's just like fucking terrible. It's and the like we like all the people involved in it too. That's the worst part. We also like bad movies with The Rock in it. Yeah. Like like San Andreas is fun as shit because it's bad in the right way and it has The Rock giving like a fun rock performance. He's bad in this. What was the fucking, what was the Kevin Hart rock CIA movie? Oh yeah, Central Intelligence. That was good. Yeah. He, I mean, it wasn't fantastic, it. but it was like for what it was and what it was supposed to be, right. it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Baywatch is so bad it makes The Rock bad. Yeah, like he is—he's bad in it. That's the—that's what was most striking to me is like I didn't expect the movie to be good, but not only is it—is uh, it a flat, laughless, spineless nightmare of a fucking movie, uh, but also The Rock gives what is assuredly his worst performance, and he literally has to do nothing but show up. Yeah, which may be the issue, but. But it's god fucking terrible awful. See, here's the thing. Like when you saw it, and I was looking forward to this movie because the trailer's been snatched, Adam. Ooh. I know you're never gonna watch Snatched, but know that it's worse than Snatched. My oh because my. at least because at least Snatched has Goldie Hawn trying to give a shit in it. But like for me, like when you watch the trailer, it looked like Oh, this is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a very Twenty One Jump Street esque right. kind of thing, which we both love. Over the top, gross, good. Yeah, let's do it. But it was not that at all. It was really disappointing, and it felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. That was the biggest problem to me. It's just like, it, do you want to be a comedy? Do you want to be taken seriously? It's it was neither one of those things at all. Right. It also looks like shit. They they shot way too much of this thing in front of a green screen. I'd have to go back and look. I I, I mean, tried to wipe or I tried to wipe out as much of that in my mind I as mean, I could. Do you do you remember the big like first uh, set piece where they have to go onto that fucking yacht and they and they uh, and it's on fire and all the all the girls are screaming and they've got to rescue the two girls and then they find that uh, the the first guy's dead body up on top. Yeah, it looks it's fa- and it's, it's like just bad. shit fake fire and I mean like really shit fake fire with with shit renderings of uh, like ash and ember blowing through the air and shit. It's Oh my god! Yeah, it's video seen... game quality stuff. It's not good. Yeah, it, yeah, like it, it looks like you're watching something on fucking Sega CD almost. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's Sega CD level, like 32 bit shit. Uh, th- those are the two movies I watched. I didn't like either one of them. Uh, I'll talk about another one I didn't like uh, next week. Okay. Uh, I don't have too much. Let me see if I can kind of look and see what was in the uh, what was in the normal stuff here. Because I've seen some things, but we had a couple weeks off. Let me see if I can maybe uh, come up with something that yeah. uh, we haven't actually kind of well, gone through. Well, well, while you're doing that, I'll say uh, if you want to know uh, how how I really look at movies, like you know, sometimes I get accused of uh, kind of generally liking everything, but I think that's true. I think most people kind of generally like everything unless they're really curmudgeonly. Um, and then I just have some issues with this thing here or there. Uh, make no, uh, mistake people. I really do hate movies when they're terrible. And, uh, this what you've been watching segment should let you know, 
that I'm not joking when I say that. And and I'll tell you this as a preview for next week's awful fucking movie that I watched. I liked these two vastly more than the next one I'm going to talk about next week. Hmm. You want to talk about some god awful shit? <laughs> What IMDb just does not separate things out like they used to. You know what I'm saying? No, it's it's turned into a a shit website. It's an, I'm just gonna it's, go, I'm gonna go all in on everything's being shit right now. It's a fucking ad fest. That's all it is. It's just like who's paid us enough money to get where they need to get on these fucking things. That's what bothers I just, me I just more use than the me. app. I never get on the fucking website anymore. I was on the app, literally in the app, and it was just like, no, we're just gonna, we're just gonna show you all of this fucking garbage. And it was more of that. It was just more of it. Uh, but man, oh man. Um, all right, give me two seconds here. We'll click this up. I do okay. want to. I, I do. I'd still like to go out and see. Uh, the Close Encounters of the Third Kind. They're showing it in like uh, Dolby Digital movies, where the they have like the high dynamic uh, range and shit like that. I want to go see that because I think it would be cool. Um, I don't know. I think we're good. All right, fine. Fuck it. Uh, I will. Say, <laughs> I will say this. This is something that I definitely think that people should uh, be checking out right now. Is uh, it's and this is kind of a preview for HMP. You guys are gonna get the uh, first little hit hit of this. Is uh, it's a 25th anniversary of Batman the Animated Series. Matt, you want to feel old? <laughs> I already feel old. Man. 25 years. I'm not even that old. <laughs> 25 years old. Batman the Animated Series, and uh, I, I watched uh, Heart of Ice last night. Uh-huh. Which, uh huh. That episode is still one of the best episodes. It's so of, uh, damn good. TV and TV period. Uh, yeah, it's great. And what we're going to be talking about on the film on on the Here Movie podcast is uh, how that how the uh, animated show actually influenced comics and all the other kind of stuff because previously to the uh, to that animated series episode, Mister Freeze had just been kind of a crook. He never really had like a proper good backstory or anything, and the animated series gave us that background. And that's that's a pretty that's a pretty astounding thing that you can go yeah. through and you know just the silly little kids show gave us that uh, gave us Harley Quinn and and you know characters that you know help define uh, some of that uh, area. So I, I think that's pretty fucking cool. So we'll uh, we'll Spe be covering that. Speaking of children's animated television from the uh, way way past of our of our youth. You know what you you want to know two shows that are even older than that that sure. make me feel old? Okay. Uh, one year older than Batman the Animated Series, Ren and Stimpy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> one year older than that, Tiny Toon Adventures. Uh, Tiny Toons was fantastic, and I saw a video that talked about how, like, you know, Tiny Toons and Batman the Animated Series had the exact same color palette, but obviously Batman looks a whole hell of a lot darker. And it was because the they did the backgrounds in black. Crazy, right? Where they're just like yeah. they they actually they had a thing instead where instead of animating on the on the white background, they animated on black backgrounds. They had they they when they first started up and everything, they had to because there's certain NTSC guidelines that you have to go by. Their show was too black. And they yep. had to up it. They had to up the uh, values and everything so they could actually be safe for broadcast on television, quote unquote, safe for broadcast on television. So that's that's a pretty crazy thing. But yeah. But yeah, exact same color palette. Neat, neat stuff. So uh, yeah, so check it. Check us out, man. We're gonna be uh, talking about that on uh, on HMP uh, this next Sounds weekend, brilliant. man. So it should be good. Did you guys finish up your Defenders uh, review? Uh, no, we're, we we've been kind of wanting to wait for Sean on that. Just to uh -huh. just uh, he's he's working his ass off there, and we and gotta harass him to get back on Preacher for the final. Yeah, we episode. gotta. It's it's been tough. I, so. Like I, I don't care when we have to record. I just like we need him to be on there just to do it to do a thing, man. All right, so uh, let's go ahead. Let's get on into it. Here is the trailer for our first newish release review, Birth of the Dragon. Hey! You boys done playing? Oh, my God. 
not training for the Olympics. I'm training for the street. Shaolin said Wong Jackman is spy on He may be the only person in this world who can tear down everything and have been working so hard to build up. Sooner or later, gonna have to fight him. What does Sifu Li teach you? He teaches us to kick ass. Kick ass? Your technique is impressive. <laughs> but it has one limitation. What? You. I'm the future. You're the past. You're irrelevant, Wong. Fight me. I will accept your challenge. Raised up from the ashes, never doubt us now. A new face for this next generation. No rules. No whole spot. No limits. You guys kill each other. Begin to exceed your limits. What limits? Ever show you my one-inch punch, Tony? All right, that was a trailer for Birth of the Dragon, our new-ish release review uh, this week. Here's the IMDb plotline. As we know, IMDb always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. Set against the backdrop of 1960s San Francisco, Birth of the Dragon is a modern take on the classic movies that Bruce Lee was known for. It takes an inspiration from the epic and still controversial showdown between an up-and-coming Bruce Lee and Kung Fu master Wong Jack Man, a battle that gave birth to a legend. This is directed by George Nofi, uh, starring... Uh, Boy, I forgot how many Asian names we have in this and how I'm not good at them. I love Asian movies, but boy, I oh. am shit at I am shit at fucking reading them, boy. You want to give the, that a I'll shot? I'll take a crack. Uh Yu Jia as Wong Jack Man. Uh Wang Jian uh as uh the Tai Chi Grandmaster. Uh but uh, getting through the big ones, let's see. There's Billy Magnuson who plays obligatory white entry point for western audiences. We got two movies with Billy Magnuson in them this week, don't we? Uh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Philip Ng as uh, Bruce Lee, and then uh, you know a bunch of other people who play minor characters. Uh, Simon Yen, who is learning also uh, martial arts, uh, he plays a student in there. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, all right. Let's before we get started here, man. Um, what are you, what are your Bruce Lee thoughts? Uh, I love Bruce Lee. His movies are fun as shit, man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, like he's he's really great. Like, uh, I look, I never studied martial arts. I don't know that much about about them, but I I've watched a lot of uh, like documentaries about uh, things, and um, from what I understand, he really is uh, like technically a perfect uh, martial artist. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> So you hate Bruce Lee is what you're saying. No, I, I don't hate Bruce Lee, but Bruce Lee, here's the thing. There's nothing more powerful about Bruce Lee than the legend of Bruce Lee. And this movie uh-huh. itself is a given on that is a given on the legend of Bruce Lee. And in, in yes. as much as his legend has been built up far more than the actual man himself. Uh, you know, uh, there's so many of those people that just go like, oh, if you if you look at all these kung fu movies and stuff, like these guys are all actors and stuff, man. But if you got into a real brawl, Bruce Lee was the guy who'd kick people's ass. Uh, Bruce Lee doesn't really have any fights that are on record, so to speak. You know, no one's like this. This entire Wong Jack Man fight happened like it does in the movies behind closed doors. Everything that you saw from here is just an interpretation of what people think might have happened. It's, yeah, I don't care about any of that. That's it. That's bullshit. So that that never took place. And the majority of things that he did, like he never fought in any real competitions. He never really had any sort of this thing. Now he was a a very charismatic gentleman. There's no doubt about that. 
he was a fantastic promoter and 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 a, and a good movie star. Was he a uh, master martial artist and everything else? Eh, that that's that that definitely can be debated. I think. Uh, but by it, who? By anybody who knows the history of martial arts movies and and martial arts in in, in and of themselves. He's, but who are those people? Who can we check out, Adam? Uh, so I would say. Hell, at well, I don't know. He may be a little bit biased, but I mean, I, I would look at people even like uh, I think Bay Logan. If you if you got him drunk, he might try to kiss uh, you know Bruce Lee's ass a little bit. But I think if you got him, I think if you got him, uh, you know, four beers in, he'd probably just go, you know, what? no one ever. But I mean, experts that I hear talk about things. The little research I've done, I'm horrible with names. You know that. I barely know your name, and I've known you for so, like eight years. So where's this research though? Jesus Christ! I'll 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 link you some research, okay? I'll go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll find it out. But here's the thing. Um, I, the part that I found interesting about this movie is that, and, and tell me if you felt this way, Bruce Lee does not come off looking good in this movie. No, uh, that's part of one of the major issues I have with this film, quite honestly. Because I, I mean, say what you want to, uh, un, unfounded about the man's martial arts skills, um. By all accounts, he was not a jackass, right? Like people didn't generally hate Bruce Lee, but but he wasn't he was an overconfident but, asshole, though. Yeah, of course, but 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 if you had met this Bruce Lee in this movie, there's no fucking way you would not hate the shit out of him. I I feel that I to me for my money. I felt this was probably one of the more accurate portrayals of Bruce Lee from, from, from again, from things I've heard from like, uh, you know, just, uh, Kung Fu documentaries and things like that. Well, one, one Kung Fu documentary I'll, I'll point people toward cause it's quite good. And it is by the guy who probably knows the most about Kung Fu, uh, and martial arts films, uh, I've ever met, uh, is, uh, films of fury mm-hmm. by, uh, Rick Myers, uh, Rick Myers is great. Yeah. Wrote- who also wrote a really good book called Films of Fury that the documentary is based on. Um, he does a lot of great do- uh, 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 commentaries for martial arts movies as well. Yeah, he really knows his shit. Read that book. Um, here's the other thing I have I have a problem with, with this movie in particular, especially given Bruce Lee's films. Uh, this movie's boring as fuck. You're, wrong. You're not wrong. Right? Like, like Bruce Lee's movies all have pacing problems in the way that a lot of martial arts films produced for the American market had in the 1960s and 70s, right? Like they're marketed as exploitation films, but really a lot of them are very low budget. Uh, the ones that are produced in Hong Kong and other places in Asia are coming out of emerging markets. So they don't quite have the budget anyway. Um, and so they have some problems that they're trying to mask over, like stories don't quite make sense, but they've added in all these side plots that you don't really fucking need to get to the fighting. Um, here, we get all of that shit, uh, but it's it's not necessary, because I know this movie had a goddamn budget, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, it might not have been a big one, but enough of one. I mean, one of, the, one of the posters, not the final poster, but one of the posters for the film... Uh, uh, says that they got the the martial arts team that coordinated the fights in the X-Men films. So you know those people cost money, right? <laughs> right. Um, I just don't fucking get it. Why, why replicate a form that is not needed uh, and not innovated in any way, right? When, when Quentin Tarantino did it with Death Proof, people thought that movie was boring as shit too. Um, but I think it was because a lot of them hadn't seen... Uh, a shit ton of uh, car chase films, yeah, which the, that, those film, movies which that film is, and it does beat by beat, but it completely does innovate on them um, in significant ways. Uh, Birth of the Dragon, I mean, beat for beat, is a generic, not even a Bruce Lee, but a generic martial arts film that Bruce Lee just happens to be the subject of. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's not good. The, there are there are some really good fights. I like the whole ending uh, when they uh, go to save the the um, kept women 
in the in the brothel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think all of those fights are really fun, but it's because at that point they they start to actually do the fun shit that are in Bruce Lee movies, like these over the top set sequences, right? Um, and I want that, but up until then, it's a real fucking slog, man. I mean, even yeah. even the fight uh, between him and Wong Jack Man is underwhelming to a certain degree. Uh, there's some beautiful choreography and actually some of the best cinematography in the movie is in that, in that scene as well, but it's still not great. It doesn't feel like there's any stakes at all. Right. Whereas at least the last one, even though it's over the top, there's, there's some stakes to it, right? Are they going to get in and pull this off? Are, um, are the non Bruce Lee characters actually vulnerable? That sort of thing. Right. Right. Uh, but in that Wong Jack Man fight, partially because we already know how the legend says that it played out, there there's nothing there. But also, it's just there aren't actual stakes for it. The stakes are are a third party making or losing a lot of money based yeah. on the results, and that's it. And the results at the end of the day truly don't fucking matter. No. Well, not to anyone other than other than Wong Jack Man. Yeah, right? and you could really say whatever you wanted to say was the result of that to get the result that you want on the other side. Right. Which so, is just um, yeah. yeah. It's it's boring. It's it's boring. It's just like there are a couple of good you know action scenes in it. Um, I, I you know I, he's a, maybe he's a cipher for some of the story, but Billy Magnuson's character is just kind of blah. It doesn't really. It just seems Literally like a guy who really wants to no purpose. <laughs> it's like the, he wants to dig on Chinese chicks. Saves, yeah, the only purpose that he serves is to set up the story that finally gives us a good fight scene. Yeah. Other than that, uh, he like this dude is literally a, a, just a white entry character. Like, hey, how can we make audiences care about Bruce Lee and Wong Jack Man? teaming up to take on cartels in uh, Chinatown, which, by the way, would have been a much better movie if yeah. it was just fictionalized. Yeah, just make yeah. up some bullshit, man. But yeah, the- that's why the Ip Man movies are fucking great. True. That shit didn't happen. They're <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, I don't know. Ip Man was a real guy, Matt. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but documentaries that shit did not happen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like those are all just uh, it's like, just do that shit. Tell it's, us if, like. Why bother making a oh boring movie about Bruce Lee? You just where ha- Bruce Lee isn't even the actual fucking main character. Dude, you just had a great fucking idea. We need to make Bruce Lee our, you know, our it man, our uh our uh Wong Fei Hung. You know? Just have those movies about him that no that probably didn't fucking happen. But hey man, isn't it cool to think about it that, that they were him? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. I kind of like that idea more than I like, you know, real Bruce Lee stuff. Let's make Bruce Lee up to be our, you know, because he was born in America, to be our, you know, guy, you know? Yeah, I mean, also, like, the the other thing that really bothers me about this movie is that there's already a not good Bruce Lee auto, uh, <laughs> a biography right. from the 90s that, that I guess at least starred Jason Scott Lee, <laughs> but... <laughs> But it's also not good. No, it's not. So, so the world was not necessarily asking for a, a another boring, bad uh, Bruce Lee movie. Yeah. Just really just, just fictionalize the shit out of it and give us a new Bruce Lee movie. I wouldn't even mind Philip Ng in it as Bruce Lee. Just get him to play Bruce Lee. That's his career yeah. in the West. He's not bad. Like, I mean, as far as like kind of his portrayal of Bruce Lee, I mean, it's not horrible. He's, well, he, honestly, he, he's better right looking about, than Bruce Lee is. You're right about one thing concerning the asshole-ish thing, right? Um, he's given one note to play. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's really what irked me. It's not that like maybe Bruce Lee wasn't an asshole. But you're uh, right. They, you know, they don't give him any nuance. People, but I know a lot of people uh, are on record as having liked the guy, but he has no nuance in this movie, right? Yeah. Like none. It's, it's, it's literally like I'm a self-promoting asshole with no amount of self-awareness. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah. You're you're right. It's I, I I think that's probably what bugs me more. Is like I I think that was probably part of his personality. But I think you're right. It doesn't waver from that bit of personality either. You never feel like he's a, a warm or genuine person at all. 
or that he cares about uh, Billy Magnuson's character at all. Mm-mm. Right? Like, he's it, there's supposed to be this great uh, Sifu student relationship between them. And yet, like... He's his bitch! But, but also, <laughs> like, I would... I would leave like he, like he he's astounded when he leaves to go and study under Wong Jack man. But like he's what this stranger that fucking your, respects you. You want to go over to him. It's just like, yeah, you see your shit relationship with, with each other. Of course he's going over there. This is not a surprise, Bruce Lee. Yeah, this is not a surprise. But yeah, Yuzia, uh, I, I say he was like as Wong Jack man. His was the most impressive performance of this entire movie. He was really, really good. Yeah, he's great. I I, I loved everything him. about I that want more character. Flowing robes. I mm-hmm. want all of it. Yeah, I love that character was so great and like and what you would expect of this you know this martial arts master and everything. Uh, he was on point, man. Uh, he was probably the best part of this, and I do did want to see that. Just I just I want to spend more time with uh, him and the Tai Chi Grandmaster over there in China, just getting it down and just going at it. Like like that's the story I, I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Where he's exiled out. I love that. Like, here's the other thing. I would watch a series of movies that are even just slightly better than this one, quite honestly, with with good fights um, that had Wong Jack Man and Bruce Lee teaming up. Like, just make that shit. Like, they're fucking adventures. Dude, seriously, like, they're fucking adventures together, going around kicking ass and taking names? Oh, my God, that'd be so great. I totally watched that. Um but I'd say skip this movie, people. I, don't fucking watch it. It's not good. Yeah, don't don't bother. I mean, this is um, a, this is a Blumhouse thing, so they probably didn't spend much money on it. Like I was saying, uh, I'd, when we I'd got cut off, eight million. Yeah, seven it's, million. Yeah, it's only made like six. So I mean, even for a Blumhouse yep. movie, this is losing money, and that's saying something. Yeah, I mean, they churn out hit after hit, uh, regardless of whether people like them. Or right. This will at least be this is this is a loss leader for them because they're not going to make shit on this. But at least you know they'll make up for it in you know half another film. Yeah. Did they are they doing the uh, were they doing the death uh, what the fucking um, happy happy death day to, were they doing that or is that somebody else uh, Blumhouse. Yeah, uh, hold on, I'll look it up. Real is that quick. them? Because that 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 movie looks like it. I, I just I got a feeling that movie's gonna make some money. That trailer played really well in front of it. Yeah, it it looks like people dig it. It's like it's such it's it's fucking Groundhog Day with murderings, man. I mean, what fuck it? What who? It's like one of those things where you just scratch your head and go, how why, how hasn't this not been done before? Yeah, it's Blumhouse. I thought so. I mean, because it, it it feels like them, and the, yeah, I remember now. I was thinking about the thing. Yeah, it feels like them in the best of ways. So I'm excited for that. So, but the, the Blumhouse will make it up. They don't. They can take. They can take one on the chin for this Bruce Lee movie. They'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, Blumhouse is not going anywhere. They they could have ten of these and still make a profit by the end of the year. They'll be they'll be fine. <laughs> Don't you worry. All right, <laughs> let's get into it. Here is the trailer for our second new release review, Ingrid Goes West. Maybe. She goes west now. The couple that yoga's is together stays together. Hashtag perfect. True romance vibes. Hashtag yes. perfect. Perfect. Congratulations. Ingrid Sorburn. I thought she was in an insane asylum. Live in the sunshine, swim in the sea. Hashtag California. LA is the best. I'm making a ton of new friends. You should totally follow me on Instagram. Are you an escort or something? Suspicious. Can I treat you? the best. I need 
need you to tell everyone you're my boyfriend. What is this? Why are you acting like this? You don't even like these people. I do like them. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's dope. <laughs> trailer for Ingrid Goes West, our second new release review of the week. Here's the IMDb plotline. An unhinged social media stalker moves to LA and insinuates herself into the life of an Instagram star. This is starring Aubrey Plaza, Elizabeth Olsen, Osei Jackson Jr., a.k.a. Ice Cube Jr. Uh, again with the Billy Magnuson for some reason and Wyatt Russell. This is uh, directed by Matt Spicer. Uh, written by Matt Spicer and David uh, Branson-Smith. Uh, Matt, you were excited for this thing. I had not even seen a trailer when I walked in. I'd just seen the poster. Uh, so my guess is is you were a fan of this thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you you left out an, an essential uh, minor cast member. Oh, who is that? Uh Palm Clementif is in this as well. Ah, uh, yes. Now, who, now I know she, the she character. She played Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Is 2. that... God damn it. She, play, she plays the uh, fashion designer that shows up at the end or whatever. Yeah, or the yeah. the fashion blogger. It's one of those things that... And again, I, I have to yell... Like, I, I, I applaud and yell at James Gunn at the same time. He's putting all these gorgeous women in so much makeup in all these films. It's just like, <laughs> there's so many beautiful women and they're just like, fuck it, put all this makeup on them. And they, sometimes she can't recognize them. But yeah, she's, uh, she's awesome. But uh, yeah, no, I dug the shit out of this movie. I, I loved it, man. Uh, this, I like movies with really... Uh, irredeemable characters at the <laughs> center. <laughs> well, this one is which, it in spades. Yeah, which which I think says a lot, <laughs> a little too much about me, quite honestly. True. Uh, um, this is this is not quite as uh, as as perfect a movie as Young Adult is, but I think it's in that same vein of just like it's leading somewhere with this character who is just a terrible human being. But something happens at the right moment, right at the end, where they never make that turn and become a better person. Right. It's just like, and, hey, here's something. Oh, it's coming around. the. Nope. And and there, I just love when movies do that because, you know, it's sometimes it's telegraphed. Like I could feel it kind of coming in Ingrid. Like there's a, at no point two thirds of the way into the movie movie do you get the sense that she's actually going to change at all mm -hmm. um but then there is that last act that kind of really does set some things in motion you think oh well maybe this will go and you know we'll get a different thing but right at the fucking end we, we get that big like nope not gonna happen <laughs> um but also i just really loved everything else about this movie man i i thought the script was pretty funny mm -hmm. it's a it's a cringe comedy in the most genuine of ways uh because it, it this movie is very uncomfortable uh which i also am a big fan of mm -hmm. uh o'shea jackson jr oh my gosh is, is so good He's already a better actor than his father ever has. By like been. a thousand percent. I'm and, like, oh my and gosh. He's only on his second film. I'm like, this and, kid's and got new ones. Shitting man. On Ice Cube. I like him, but you know, he has a style. It's called you, Ice you, Cube. <laughs> called Ice Cube. A lot of it uh, is like he smelled a fart, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm but, looking uh, pissed at the camera. But, but he's really good. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen's funny as shit. Um, Billy Magnuson's great. He plays this. Uh, kind of dipshit brother that shows up and uh boy do things get really dark around that character's entry into the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I that's where I start on this thing. I just fucking think it was so good. This is one of my favorite things I've seen all year. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Uh I, I I've I love Aubrey Plaza in pretty much anything that she's in. 
Uh, I'll say this. Who thought we would be, you know, praising an Olsen that we didn't see growing up on screen since, you know, right out of the womb, you know, and is 10 times better than any of those could have ever wished they would have been. Elizabeth Olsen is just knocking out of the park. She's just so damn good in everything she's in. And you're right. O'Shea Jackson Jr. is is awesome. He's really, really good in this. And again, it's it's so funny because like you, you see his dad when you're looking at him, but he has so much more range. <laughs> it's like this yeah. kid can really act. And honestly, I can't wait to see what else he does next because I think he could have an honest to God future if this is something that he wants to do, and it feels like it is. But I, I you know think what? he's I got think a good sign on for. I'm going to verify this right now, but I think he's signed on for the next Godzilla movie. Really. Yeah, hold I would, on. I'd take that. Yeah, he is. He's he's signed on for the next Godzilla movie. Sweet. Along with like everybody else, by the way. There's but, so many people in that. But it, yeah. Now, and I'll say this: uh, Wyatt Russell, man, he was. Uh-huh. You know, we we dug him in. Uh, what, what what was the fucking? Uh, my brain is taking a shit on me. The um, hold on, let me look. <laughs> a couple movies back that he was. A couple in, right? movies back, it was in the uh, the 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 link letter flick yeah 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 um shit what's the fucking name of that (laughs) hold on everybody wants some yeah there you go this is not the the best like wandering hippie dude who uh may or may not have been much older than he thought and was not a student there but was on the baseball yeah he was he was a highlight of that flick too he was really good and and i i love i love that character and the thing is this man if you've hung out with like let's be frank hipsters you know the archetypes in this whole damn thing. Yeah. You know these people. And I, I know I know that you know these people, and I certainly do. Well, I don't even know if it's just hipsters. Like, uh, It's just like anybody who is uh, between the ages of 25 and, let's say, 38. Uh, you have met these archetypes. Yeah. Right? Like, um yeah, like one of the uh, like for example, Wyatt Russell, like he's like he what what was his former job? Uh, that I forget. It's been a few. It was weeks like an engineer or something. Let's just call it that for for, yeah, for argument. He had a sake. regular job, and then he quit to to pursue his art. And his um, art is literally taking photo, uh, taking like paintings or photographs that other people have done, and doing uh, just like writing, you know, inspirational messages. words and stuff on top of it, and then selling yeah. it. He didn't take the pictures. Which is a real thing that a lot of people do, some really well. Like here in in Atlanta, um, I forget the artist's name. Nobody fucking kill me if you know who it is. But they're they're the artist that co-owns the bar Church. Mm -hmm. So we have this bar here in Atlanta called Sister Louise's uh, Church of the Living Room and Ping Pong Emporium. Great bar, everybody. I suggest you Uh, go. Yeah, uh, we got... Tons of Pee Wee Hermans in there, uh, dolls hanging everywhere. There's actual ping pong, but the but the walls are adorned with like religious uh, paintings and things like that 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 they picked up probably at just thrift uh, thrift stores and stuff, mm-hmm. and then just uh, paint sacrilegious shit over uh, words um, like anal sex is good and stuff like that. Uh, it reminded me of that sort of art. Uh, but not nearly as good or clever. I was about to say, not, not, it's, yeah, it was no, no real kitsch value to it, you know? It's simple as fuck, and yet the, the amount of pride he takes over it and the fact that he won't sell. Now, let me ask you this. I, I, it's weird that we're going to this particular character, but I, I think it's interesting. Do uh-huh. you think that he didn't want to sell it because either A, he had that, like, you know, that artist mentality of like, oh, I can't charge for this or whatever, or he's very protective of it, or B, do you think that he was secretly deep down inside knew this is fucking garbage? I think he knows it was bad. Mm. I'm going to side with that. Uh, yeah. And I and I think that part of it is um, he had never sold a piece before Ingrid bought one. Mm-hmm. And he starts, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember this, but he, he starts when she asks how much, he says like, oh, six, uh, and, and then Elizabeth Olsen chimes in, and says, $1,200. Yeah, yeah, he starts low, right. and then, and that's the biggest thing for artists and stuff too, man, is really knowing what the fuck to charge. 
Yeah. And and it is what you know. Like my grandpa, like it, I, he wouldn't consider himself a fine artist by any stretch of the imagination, but he makes like pens, you know, like it carves them out of uh-huh. like, you know, lays them out of wood and all this kind of and, and, uh, all these other materials and stuff like that. When he sold them at a cheap price and stuff, he only sold a couple, didn't sell that many. But, you know, same sort of stuff, same. And he's like, look, I don't need to make some sort of big profit or anything off this. But when he busted up the price and everything, they sold like hotcakes. Yeah. So, you know. But, uh, man, um, I don't really know where to start with this movie beyond what we've talked about so far. It is one of the most batshit insane things I've seen this year. It is kind of uh, like a, I would, I, I mean, would say Aubrey it's a Plaza, like it starts out, it starts out with Aubrey Plaza, uh, macing a bride in the face. Right. <laughs> and, and you're like, what the fuck there. is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like just goes from there. She's scrolling through her Instagram, looking at all the wedding photos. She has not been invited. She shows up to the wedding, gets out in her, uh, like sweatpants and, and, uh, hoodie and walks up and screams, uh, thanks for invi- not inviting me, bitch. I thought we were friends, and then just maces the shit out of her right in her fucking face. Uh, and from there, it goes crazier? Yeah, it goes nutser from there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get we get like a brief interlude where she's uh, in, uh, in uh, uh, a hospital <laughs> uh, getting, uh, you know, help. Um, but as soon as she gets her phone back, it's back to Instagram, uh, back to stalking people. Um, she won't, she keeps trying to apologize to that girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl doesn't respond. So she starts to glom onto this other character, uh, Taylor Sloan, who she just randomly sees an article about this is the new it girl that you should be obsessed with. And immediately she takes that article's advice and runs with it. Yeah. But by a, by a crazy margin. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like t- takes all the money that her, that her uh, mom left uh, her after dying and just moves to fucking uh, LA uh, in uh, out in the Valley somewhere. And um, just uh, starts stalking them insinuates herself into their life, starts to be their friend. And then, uh, things take a turn. Uh, she gets found out by, uh, her brother first, uh, uh, Taylor's brother first. And, uh, she gets, uh, O'Shea Jackson's character to like almost murder him with her. It's, it goes fucking batshit. Yeah. Like throttle down bad shit too. there's there's so many crazy things to it like like so many great little odd character tweaks like o'shea jackson jr is uh on spec writing and uh, like his own spec <laughs> writing a new batman script i love the idea of having of hosting a read-through of, of your spec script <laughs> which I, which i know happens but like for something like that is really weird yeah it's just like, right? like you're it's never gonna like get this, this my man. original thing <laughs> it's so weird like this, this is an intellectual property that Warner Brothers owns that <laughs> you're trying to get a cast on board for. It's like, yeah, I want to see how this, I want to see how it sounds just so I can maybe go back, do a couple of rewrites and stuff. So eventually maybe Warner Brothers will get this. In what dream world do you live in? <laughs> well, I, well, I will say this. Uh, the, the advice that some of the more seasoned filmmakers who, you know, work in writers rooms in LA and stuff, gave at dragon con this year to the newer filmmakers oh. was have a read through of your script. You'll hear all the problems you don't see on the page. So I know what he's doing, but it like for a project like that, it's, it's just ridiculous. like, you're not going to be doing fucking Batman. Like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And I love how it's just like, he likes all of it. Like, like in his car, you found the ba- Batman forever soundtrack. In fact, that's the one he loves. Like, like he, he talks about it multiple times in the, in the film. I mean, Val Kilmer, how can you get much better than that, man? (laughs) I mean, look, I agree with him on that. I fucking love Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer is great in that role. Um, Oh, it's such a horrible movie. We're going to cover on H&P. It's not good. (laughs) It's not, it's not as bad as Batman and Robin, but it's not good. Yeah, Yeah. Well, it's there's several degrees. It's just like, would you rather be kicked in in the the nuts or the dick and the nuts? <laughs> just the nuts, thank you. Because <laughs> both because both are bad. Uh, but yeah, I I think this movie is great because it. I mean, 
it's very much what we have. I, I think is a is an interesting statement on society today. And uh, I was talking with people about this, especially uh, there are so many kids these days that are on social media and stuff, and they're wildly depressed because they see all of their other friends on Facebook and Instagram and all this other shit, and everyone seems to be having this lovely, perfect life. Yeah. And the thing is, is no one's posting any bad shit. Everyone posts all the horrible things. You know, none of those get posted. No one wants to say, hey, look, I've, you know, somebody broke up with me or, you know, my mom beats me or something. No one says that shit. Everyone just shows the nice, like, ooh, look at how amazing my life is. And that's an unrealistic, uh, you know, reality to put up to kids and say, hey, this is how you ought to be living. And these people aren't perfect, and uh, I that's the, probably my only tiny little complaint. There's a little bit of it in there, but I wish they would have gone a little bit more on talking about how these people aren't nearly as perfect as they kind of purport themselves to be. They do a little bit of it. I wish they would have done just a touch more to really bring home that reality of, hey, man, it, it ain't all good here, you know? Yeah. That's my only slight complaint. They do it maybe just not enough to my liking. That's all. And, and like I said, well, that's such a small, small nit. I th- I think they kind of get all of that work done, though, right? Like at the end of the day, you you can't circle back around. I mean, at the end of this movie, uh, before um, the very end, Taylor ends up crying because uh, like um, uh, Ingrid points all of this out to her, right? Right. It's like this amazing moment of clarity for Ingrid. Um, And Taylor starts crying because she knows that Ingrid's talking, like she's saying the reality of the situation. She's speaking truth here. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't circle back around to see what that impact is because the point kind of is just like, you got to go where Ingrid goes. And where Ingrid goes is she has this amazing point of clarity. She gets on her Instagram, does an Instagram live, uh, where uh, she talks about how everything sucks and how she misses her mom, which I wanted more of actually in the film. Like, give us a little more background, just a little more on her relationship to her mother, which I think is mostly what sets everything in motion, even her initial uh, bout uh, at the beginning of the film. Um, just give us some of that. Let, let's go into it a little bit. Uh, she has that clarity. She has this great moment and uh spoiler alert here major uh, 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 hold on let's let's talk about that in the after show in the after show well okay here's the thing uh take the next two minutes out everybody if you yeah, if you don't want to be spoiled real quick this is going to be a big spoiler though okay here on out uh wait hold on spoiler alert i'm using that a lot lately attempts to kill herself and does not she wakes up in the in the hospital um, uh, uh, Dan Pinto is there, O'Shea Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who has sort of become her boyfriend, even though there's no way in the fucking world uh, anybody I know would stick around this uh, girl no. after all the shit she's done. Um, not not the mental health stuff, but because of the shit she actually does to him, right? Which we haven't even talked about. Um, but she she like he informs her that now she has all these followers on Instagram. Mm. And people have uh, made made I I am Ingrid uh, a movement the hashtag right, and um, she immediately just starts like she gets a smile on her face and starts scrolling through Instagram. Then like the whole cycle begins the, again, and it's yeah, just you know this is not the end, right? And it's like oh fuck, yeah. And ultimately, that's what I think makes this movie really good is that you know it it. It evolves to where it should and doesn't give us some sort of BS thing at the end where we're just like, oh, yeah, well, everything ends fine. No, everything ends like it should end. Everything ends like life would have ended it. Yeah. This, this, there's no, there's no clean breaks. There's nothing that's going to come out here and be cookie cutter and, uh, you know, like, oh, everyone goes home in a Cadillac. No, everyone goes home in the burning car they came in in, you know? Yeah, it's ridiculous. But honestly, this is I, I couldn't recommend this one enough to people. People should definitely go out and see this one. Uh, it's probably not going to be in theaters for too awful long more. Uh, but if you can find it, definitely go see it. It is certainly worth a watch. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so that being said, uh, next uh, next episode, which should come out not too awful long, we're going to talk about it, man. We're going to talk it, about man. it. It, man. The we're going to talk it, about it, man. Oh, my God. What if the it... trained Stephen King. What if the it man and it, the it man... <laughs> <laughs> Ma- that's a mashup, bro. I'm telling you, it should happen. Uh, but yes, we'll be talking about it and, of course, some other things uh, for the Patreon people as well. Coming up and not too awful long. We're making up the time for you, man. In the meantime, speaking of which, Matt, where can we find more of your work on the interwebs today? Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at Matt Boyd Smith. Uh, you can also listen to our upcoming uh, finale of uh, Preacher Podcast. We probably have like three more episodes of the podcast because we'll do like the 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 regular episode, the episode recap. Then we'll do the uh, word of Garth, and then we'll probably like last year do a season recap as well. Give us uh, a big finalization like a, week, a week later, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, listen to us over there. Um, that's all I. That's all I want to say. I do want to say, uh, um just because I'm excited about it, uh, being a fan and, uh, having found about out about it this weekend at, um, dragon con, I'm going to plug someone else's shit Ooh. and I'm going to plug it, uh, because I know there's no way in hell he would ever pay anyone to plug it. <laughs> uh, so trauma Lloyd Kaufman, right. Mm-hmm. Creator of, uh, toxic Avenger. Uh, they have a streaming service now. Troma now. Watch.troma.com. It's $4.99 a month. Mm -hmm. First month is free. There you go. You can get on there. Watch a whole bunch of shit. New new release, uh, BC Butcher, is on. Fun little... It's the the first prehistoric slasher film. Makes sense. Um, I don't know. It seems like it's probably worth it, at least for the free month trial. There you go. So I'm going to... I'll pimp that out for some... Good deal. And of course, you can also check out my podcast, Hero Movie Podcast, HeroMoviePodcast.com. You know, reviews over there, comic book stuff. You guys know the drill. And of course, uh, Saturday evenings at around 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you go to Nerd Talk now, uh, you can see my uh, live news show and uh, nerd news show on uh, Twitch, man. So uh, come do that. Uh, Participate, man. Call in, do it all. So that's what we kind of do over there. And uh, all that other jazz, man. And uh, I'm go- I'll am i pimp somebody else's stuff just for this. Uh, go check out uh, episode of Outside the Cinema. They just celebrated uh, episode number 500 over there. Uh, good- Friends of the show. Adam's been on that show before. Several times. Love those guys. So uh, definitely check that shit out, man. I think, there's, I think they're 500 episodes. I think it's four hours long. So fucking go listen to that shit, man. And all their other stuff. So that is it, everybody. Join us next week when we do all the things that we do on this pro. Well, not next week. In like maybe a couple days when we drop the it thing. So uh, you know what it is, man. Stay tuned. Stay subscribing and all that jazz. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, for those of you on the Patreon, we'll see you at the after show, man. Stay-